Hi there, welcome to another episode of the daily. It is midweek. Hope your week is going well. I've been having a pretty good week, catching up with some family and friends that I haven't caught up with for some time. So it was so good to just meet up, chill, eat, and chat. It's times like these that are fun and healthy, keeps us sane. Plus, I always think laughter is good medicine. And if you haven't done that in a while, hey, make that time, arrange that meetup, and just go hang out with some fabulous people. I'm sure you will enjoy it. Just this past Saturday, our family lounged on the couch and watched a documentary feature- featuring Antarctica and the wildlife that live in that region. The collection of video footage that was put together was quite an experience, a sight to behold, I must say. We were so fascinated by it that throughout the documentary, we were just ooing and aahing at certain parts, while at some parts our eyes just widened in awe. It was amazing watching the seals, the penguins, the whales, or the walruses. As the narrator helped us understand these creatures, their interactions with their habitat, with each other, with their prey or their predator, their diet, and so on. At different points, we took turns exclaiming how amazed we were. It was a real good time with the kids. It's actually quite rare that we all could sit down and watch something from start to finish like that together. Super rare. From that, I was so struck by how we take for granted this earth we live in the unique landscapes we can find across the globe, the plethora of creatures so wonderfully created, and how needful it is, how good for the soul it can be, for us to experience that kind of wonder from time to time. When I try to, I can't pinpoint when exactly my love for nature started. All I know is that since I was young, I had often gone on family trips to the outskirts of the city where I lived, which we call the Kampung, to visit relatives and family friends every Chinese New Year. And on those trips, we would see pretty awesome sights, like paddy fields, rolling hills and mountains, just beautiful trees. Loved those trips. Other than those family trips, I would also accompany my dad, who was a photographer, Sometimes with a couple of his friends, while at other times, it would be just him and me, to go for photo shoots, quite regularly. And usually we would head to the mountainside. We would set out before daybreak in his trusty old car. We'll get to whichever viewpoint my dad wanted for that day, set up his tripod and other equipment, and sit and wait to catch the first glimpse of sun rays bursting through the thick morning fog that enveloped the mountains. Unless it was terrible weather, what I recall is that more often than not, the view would be breathtaking. You would witness the fog slowly move up as the rising sun brings this gradual warmth with it, causing the temperature to rise. And so the fog would lift bit by bit and you can begin to see slivers of the forest through the mist. And because of the varying thickness of the fog across the greens, The sun rays would glisten like shimmering lights as the clouds of fog move around like smoke in slow motion across the green peaks of those trees. I loved every time that I got to see it. 
And of course, it was nice when I would hear my dad making sounds of excitement with his camera shutter going off. Yes, wow, look at that beauty. Haha, I got you now. In some of those moments, he remembered for years. Those were good times. To a large extent, I think that cultivated in me a love and appreciation for nature. Of course, there's a lot more I have yet to see and experience around the world. But even just where I lived, with the itty bitty bit of nature that I could get close to, there was enough beauty to touch, smell, see, and capture for a lifetime. There was always something new to spot, something that was not there before, or a new growth, or you get a new insight at the spot that I may have visited or passed by many times. And every sunset comes with a different array of clouds, doesn't it? Or a different set of hues across the sky. Moments that we spend gazing up at a dark, velvety sky studded with stars of all kinds of size and formation. Those are magical moments. Best experienced in unhurried and speechless wonder. When was the last time you got close to nature and allowed yourself to be filled with wonder? There are many psalms that capture in poetry the beauty and splendor of creation. Psalm 19 is one of those psalms. In fact, one commentary notes that Psalm 19 reflects more than any other psalm the beauty and splendor in Hebrew poetry that is found in the Book of Psalms. C.S. Lewis, in fact, wrote, I take this to be the greatest poem in the Psalter and one of the greatest lyrics in the world. In this psalm, verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. It's describing how creation itself calls attention to God's glory, like a loudspeaker that hails, Look here! Listen here! The heavens, the firmament, actually repeated as emphasis when it calls it the sky. It acts like this loudspeaker, proclaiming, announcing, broadcasting, making known to all who would look and listen. This is God's handiwork. Are you seeing this? Are you hearing this? Look here. Listen. In verse 2, it says, Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. And the word in its original Hebrew, the word pour out here is naver, which is not a mild kind of pouring out, but a strong one. It literally pictures a gushing spring. It means to gush forth or belch forth, bubble up, like a gushing spring that pours forth sweet, refreshing waters of revelation. It's awe-inspiring, isn't it? When we experience the vastness of God's creation, the amazement of the immense richness of biodiversity that we know about, and also the so much that we still have barely scratched the surface of discovering. All of our spoken words, our preaching, our songs of worship aside, the heavens will never stop to declare God's majesty and glory, but forever, day to day and night to night, pouring forth revelation of God, the maker of all. When we take the time to wonder, to be in awe of the beauty of nature, when we're walking down the street, 
when we look up at the sky, when we trace the formation of a leaf, when we walk barefoot along the beach, when we watch fish swim, whatever nature we take time to notice that is all around us, we're reminded of God's greatness. And somehow, the storms in our lives, in our hearts, are also reminded that He is, no matter what, the King of the flood, Lord of the universe, maker of heaven and earth. While in the U.S., I recall a trip that Matt and I went on to San Francisco. We had heard about the Moorer Woods, named after John Moorer, who is also known as Father of the National Parks, or John of the Mountains, apparently. And in Moorer Woods are redwood trees that range between 400 to 800 years old, which go up to 250 feet high. Some people call it the Cathedral of Redwoods. One of his most famous quotes was this, Everybody needs beauty as well as bread, places to play in and pray in, where nature may heal and give strength to body and soul. I think that's such a beautiful capture of even just experiencing these redwood trees or any vast creation. When was the last time you got close to nature and simply soaked in the sights, the sounds, the smells, and your heart was filled with wonder? How needful it is and how good for the soul it can be for us to experience that kind of wonder from time to time. Go take a walk, go on a hike, go fishing, go play with sand, whatever you feel drawn to out in nature. If it has been some time, or you can't remember when you last took time to wonder, I hope you will soon, and that God would heal and give strength to you, body and soul. Let me share a poem with you, which is really a translation of Psalm 8 by someone named Deirdre JVR as our meditation for today. I would invite you to close your eyes and imagine what the words describe, or actually take this podcast out on a walk, either now or return to this later, as I read slowly, line by line. All of creation beckons me to worship you. The grandeur of the universe echoes your glory. More than spectacular is the work of your hands. Who can match your brilliance and your authority? You set boundaries for the ocean. You raise majestic mountains to touch the sky. Sunrise and sunset happen on your watch. 
holy, holy, the earth is filled with your glory. Who is humankind that you are mindful of us? The frail sons and daughters that you would entrust us rule over all you've made. Who are the peoples of the earth that we get to bear your image? Holy, holy, the earth is filled with your glory. Who am I that you even notice me? How can it be that my tears and dreams matter to you? Eternal God beyond time and space. Who am I that you lean in when I draw near? Wind and sea obey at your command. Yet you invite me to follow you with a whisper. Holy God, you know my hidden sin. Yet you offer me new mercies every morning. The earth is filled with your glory. Lean closer to see it. The earth is filled with your glory. Lean closer to see it. Amen. To close, I'll pray this little something from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, you made the universe with all its marvelous order, its atoms, worlds, and galaxies, and the infinite complexity of living creatures. Grant that as we probe the mysteries of your creation, we may come to know you more truly and more surely fulfill our role in your eternal purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of The Daily. Be encouraged as you go about your day. And join us again with Pasondre bringing you the next couple of episodes. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. 
If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.